And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline number in your phone, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline. We'd love to connect with you and put you in touch with our 80-plus categories, 50-plus show partners here. Uh, 813-750-0550. Call or text the line. And also ConsumerQB.com, your number one resource for all things consumer advocacy here in Tampa Bay. We want to connect you to local area business owners and uh, professionals uh, right here in Tampa Bay that can help you understand your buying decisions, help you avoid uh, what I call commission breath. You know, it seems everywhere you turn around, you got commission-based advice coming at you. Uh, we want to help you win, and that's how you can do it uh, with our show. Uh, we've got a great lineup for you today. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency. What a big uh, area of uh, concern now and interest. Is, and we got a feel-good story as well. The uh, world's youngest crypto billionaire donates one billion dollars to india covid relief fund pretty cool uh, story there as well as a great lineup of expert contributors uh, right here before we do i want to let you know about a hot listing i've got 1200 gulf boulevard on clearwater beach this is on sand key penthouse suite available at 1805 on the 18th floor Beautiful property, almost 4,000 square feet. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in Tampa Bay. Uh, it's got beautiful terraces as well, about 1,100 plus square foot of terraces uh, right here in Tampa Bay. 1,200 Gulf Boulevard, Clearwater Beach, number one beach on the planet. Check it out online. Platinum MVP Team KW.com. This is God's country. And giving a shout out to our uh, one of our. Uh, Veteran gutters here, Brandon Porter and his team, they do a great job. Uh, American-made product right here, a local business in Tampa Bay. Veteran gutters, Brandon Porter and his team, they're a first-class organization. They did a, I can tell you from firsthand experience, they did a great job on my home. Veteran gutters, American-made products right here in Tampa Bay. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right, in studio, attorney Lauren Frieder. Welcome back in. Thanks, Brandon. Happy to be here today. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. And, and, of course, bringing these notes. I mean, there's so many things <laughs> happening out there. It's what a, what a crazy year we had with, you know, the Chinese virus, COVID-19, all these different things, CDC guidelines, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, in court, out of court, all these different things happening. But I, I see you printed out some nice show notes for us here. Okay, I try to help out as much as I can. There is so much going on that it's hard to keep track of it all. Yeah, it really is. But I mean, exciting times. Yeah, it, it is. You know, and the governor, uh, you know, stepped in a couple of weeks back, and said, "Hey, no more local ordinances." Mm-hmm. You know, so that was great. You know, each city had their own thing. Each little municipality trying to say one thing versus another. The governor said, no, there's nothing to prove, so let's let's end it. I think that was smart in the governor's part. Um, when we was allowing the local municipalities to implement rules, it made sense at the time. But we you know we're encouraging vaccinations. We want to get back to normal. And we just need everybody in Florida to be on the same page. It makes it a lot easier for people to follow the law. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think business owners, too, kind of are, are still kind of concerned. You know, hey, 
Am I opening myself? Am I exposed to, to certain lawsuits here, litigation? What's the take on that? So the take when it relates to COVID is as far as Florida goes, it's going to be really hard for somebody to bring a lawsuit against a business owner or a healthcare provider if uh, somebody gets COVID in their business. It's almost impossible. So I really wouldn't worry about that too much if you're a business owner. Uh, my advice always is, though, just go ahead. You owe a duty of reasonable care anyways to your patrons, your customers and employees. So... You know, nobody wants to go into a place that's unsafe or unsanitary. As you, we know that the CDC guidelines have said, you know, if you've been fully vaccinated, go ahead and do away with your mask. So I think there's been a lot of confusion in Florida as to what some of the business owners can do or cannot do under these new CDC guidelines. Yeah, it's interesting. One of the notes says, uh, can your boss demand proof that you've been vaccinated? Absolutely not. We are on the honor system here in Florida, guys. Um, Governor DeSantis passed a vaccination ban, passport ban in Florida, which is Florida Statute 3810316. So that means you cannot ask an employer, a business, a patron, a customer if they've been vaccinated, if they're recovering from COVID. Um, you you can well you can't demand proof. I'm sorry on that. As to employees, you can ask them if they've been vaccinated. It's mm-hmm. got to be related to your job, though. Right. So it's so an, what's an honor example? system. How, how would that be related to my job if I've been vaccinated? Well, if you're in the healthcare setting, that is important to know okay. if somebody's been vaccinated or not. Um, in just a regular, typical business setting, it's going to be important if somebody is recovering from COVID because you want to protect. That would be healthcare is a great example again. But if somebody had COVID and they're still recovering from it, you know, maybe it's best to let them stay at home, work remotely. But really, that's where your inquiry ends. You know, you've got to trust uh, your employees that they're going to tell you the truth. Right. And uh, we're talking with attorney Lauren Frieder here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Frank Charles Miranda Law Law Office right here in Tampa. Cypress is the location as well. So, um, Lauren, when we, when we t- think about, you know, the industries in Florida, you think a lot about, you know, recreation, hospitality, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things. And then the cruise industry as well. That's another area that's still kind of in limbo, isn't it? It is in limbo. I I definitely, when you're thinking about, you know, international travel and keeping people safe on a ship, I mean, we saw how this all started. Um, I think it is important for people to realize that Right now, even though we have the Florida ban for uh, on passport vaccinations, federal law can come along and preempt this, and that could change things. And there are industries that are not – they're considered deregulated at the state level. So when we hear uh, – I think it's Delta Airlines. That's, was it Delta that's mandating all their employees get vaccinated? They're allowed to do that. It's, mm. it's one of the airlines is um, telling you to do that. And, of course, you know – if you fall under, you know, a disability that's covered, um, then you can't or you have religious reasons that you don't want to be vaccinated, yep. then you cannot be forced to get a vaccination. Oh, wow. OK, yes. so they can't force you. That's good. No, we, we, good we've got hear. rights. That's great. Yes. Yeah, we still, you know, there's still some there, I guess. Right. There are. Even though it seems like last year they were trampled on, you know, in a lot of cases. Yes. I mean, that's kind of what happens in an emergencies. And I think yeah. it's, I, I'm so happy that we live in the great state of Florida. Yes. Because it's, you know. I feel really bad for a lot of people in other states. So we've been kind of at a return of normalcy for a while. And right. having um, the ability to no longer have to wear masks indoor uh, if if you've been vaccinated or just going on the honor system, uh, right. if you want to risk it, risk it, I guess. Uh, I think that's really important so that people can just be comfortable and just 
you know, get back to enjoying themselves. Yeah, that's right. So, all right, so uh, part two, section two. So we've got examples here of foreclosure schemes. So back in the, you know, 06, 07, 08 meltdown, you know, when the mortgage thing happened and, and you know, we've all talked about that. But you've, you've, unless you've been living in Iraq, you, you understand where we're going here. Uh, out on the backside of that, you had a lot of these foreclosure scams, these uh, loan modifi- uh, loan modification scams, and these people coming in and oh, just pay the attorney a thousand dollars a month, and we'll keep your uh, keep you in your home. Like all these different s- schemes out there. What there's yeah, they're coming up. And, uh, they're out there now, and you know we have the federal moratorium on foreclosures is getting ready to expire at the end of June, which is also the same thing for the CDC eviction moratorium. Uh, so I think it's really important that people who might be behind on their mortgage are aware of some of these scams out there. And typically when you think of these scams, you're going to see the the advertising in a informal setting, such as like those roadside little signs that we'll see when we're driving that says, you know, yeah. cash for home. I mean, you just got to really be careful. Yeah. One that I actually see a lot as an attorney in Florida is a scam, uh, loan modification scams. And this is typically where a firm is going to market really aggressively to help you get a loan mod. And their scammers are typically going to target older seniors with equity, mm. uh, which are the types of people that servicers usually won't modify. So in Florida, what you're seeing is these scammers are going to try to earn the elderly's trust by getting maybe a loan modification for a rental property, and people are happy with it. But once they get to the property that has that real equity, where somebody's lived in a long time and we're seeing skyrocketing values of real estate, you know, yes. it's crazy. It's exciting, but it's crazy. Um then they get to the property with the real equity. They're going to trick these people into missing payments on purpose. They're going to convince you to ignore notices of default, trick you into missing your sale date. And all the while, they're claiming they're getting you a loan modification. Meanwhile, they're going to feed that property to investors or their friends who are mm. going to be waiting at the foreclosure sales online. Right. Right. And they're going to scoop up that hidden gem. Like I said, I've seen this a lot in Florida as an attorney. I've seen Florida realtors do this, too. I've had cases like yeah. this where they're working in collusion with a guardianship attorney. I mean, attorneys, we take wow. we really mean our oath, you know, and unfortunately, there's not always the best attorneys out yeah. there. So they want that guardianship attorney to declare the senior citizen unfit to remain in their house. Meanwhile, the guardian takes over the property, depletes the assets in the state, and then it's going to sell your home to investors. There was a movie about that. I just watched that movie. Really? There was a movie on you know one of the streaming services. But but yeah, so that's, that's something that's pretty shady that happens. Uh, something else that you find, and I've seen this too over the years, is and, and I haven't seen it firsthand because you know I wasn't in that meeting, but I would come in after these these mm-hmm. unscrupulous realtors or real estate investors, these shysters, these scammers, yeah. and it makes me sick because it makes our industry look bad. Yeah. You know, it, you know, in, in any industry, attorney, doctor, you know, there's good, better, and best, mm-hmm. and then there's there's the absolute scoundrels. So these guys, they'll come in and they'll show you bad comps, they'll show you comparables. Well, yeah. this house sold on X Y Z Street, and you know, in the old lady's mind or the old man, they're thinking, well, X Y Z Street is close. Close to me, I guess that it, you know, so they'll show them and that's a recent sale. They'll see that, you know, it's a recent sale or within six months or a year, but they're not, they're failing to show them the full picture exactly. of, of these waterfront comps or whatever it might be. So the, all these different stories and schemes are out there. It's true. It's really sad. I would love to know the name of that movie, though. And it just, it, yeah. especially in Florida, I mean, this really happens because we've got a lot of senior citizens and they're really exploited by a lot of people. So, you know, 
check on your loved ones and don't let them go into loan modification unless it's with somebody reputable. Yeah, foreclosure, uh, rescue, loan modifications, they go under a lot of different names. Yeah. Uh, be careful also about what links you're clicking on these days. We just had our uh, technology expert on the show and he was talking about scams and the the pipeline. Yeah. You know, he mentioned that the pipeline wasn't actually breached. It was the company that ran the pipeline. I mean, there's some really interesting stuff happening these yeah. days. You got to be careful, especially with IT scenarios. Yeah, you do. You've really got to be careful. You know, don't click the links when somebody randomly texts you those scam calls are happening more and more i probably get like 10 a day uh it's it's crazy out there protect yourself you know if something doesn't look great call somebody that you can trust so lauren talk to me uh by the way we're talking with lauren frieder attorney lauren frieder here on the consumer quarterback show uh frank charles miranda law fcmlaw.com fcmlaw.com talk to me about what some of these these mortgage companies are doing with excessive fees and oh, in yeah. some cases it might be legal so you know like we talked about this uh, moratorium is going to end so there's some people who have fallen behind but there's also a lot of homeowners who are not behind on their mortgage and what we're seeing is banks and mortgage companies charging excessive fees uh, that sometimes are illegal so something to think about are the simple property inspection fees this is different from when you purchase a home so a property inspection fee is done when the, a homeowner defaults on the mortgage or they're in foreclosure and the servicer may order monthly property inspections or maybe more than once a month to ensure that its interest in the property is protected. But these small charges add up. And what's happening is if you look on your more, your statement each month, um, they're charging property inspection fees on homeowners accounts that the property is owner occupied and it's already properly maintained. So, you know, federal law does protect uh does protect the consumers, the homeowners, and there's certain conditions that must be met for a property inspection to even occur. All right. I care a lot. That's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. I, I care that. a lot. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Netflix popular new film, I Care A Lot, tells a shocking tale of a woman who improperly assumes legal guardianship of elderly people, taking control of their lives and selling off their assets to enrich Herself or oh, their selves. I'm writing this down. I'm I care it a lot. Yeah. I care a lot. Oh yeah, and it, it's the movie. Just it's like wow, what you know, interesting. It's almost like kind of remind me of Happy Gilmore a little bit with his grandma. <laughs> but Aww, but uh, a great movie. yeah, the old golf movie, the goofy golf movie there. But <laughs> um, you know, so these things are real. These things are happening, and that's you know, it's why we set this show up almost eight years ago. Let's let's tell people about. Let's let's yell it from the mountaintops. You know, hey, be careful. Uh, and and if you're a family member, take care of your, your older folks in the generations. You know, you have to reach out because a lot of times, especially technology related, they don't understand it to start with. And then, yeah. they, you know, these scammers are getting smarter and smarter every year. I know. I mean, it scares me. I'd like to think of myself as young and I can't even believe what I see. So I know. I know. I'm like, how did you even think of this? So yeah, it is right. scary. Take care of your, your loved ones for sure. Yeah, got to be you got to be in a position where, you know, you understand what they're signing. You know, something as basic too is is you know, finding out asking them, you know, hey, what medications are you on? Mm -hmm. If there's an emergency, what what medications are you on? What are you taking? Um, you know, those types of things, those are scenarios. Uh in the real estate space, you know, who's your mortgager? Yeah. Who do, who are you paying? Then you get into just kind of the estate planning law and making sure you have, you know, the wills, the trusts, all those types of things yeah. in place. Set that stuff up uh before you you get too old and maybe in a vulnerable position where somebody's going to question um, your ability to contract and enter into you know, a trust or a will. So I right. think it's really important that people uh, 
plan their estates, you know, while you're young and then you can update it. But you want to get your intentions out so that somebody else isn't deciding it for you. That's right. All right, Lauren, give us your final thought, top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom. Uh, my final, well, everybody, if you want to go out, get vaccinated. Otherwise, just be safe and get, let's get back to some, uh, you know, fun times here. Florida's doing a great job, but just remember your employer cannot ask you for proof that you've been vaccinated. We're on the honor system here in Florida. Business owners, even though you're pretty much immune from being sued when it comes to COVID-19, just exercise reasonable caution. If you still want to have masks mandatory in your business, absolutely. You're allowed to do that under the law. I always live by the saying of no shoes, no shirt, and no masks right now, no service. <laughs> there you go. Yes. All right. FCMlaw.com. FCMlaw.com. Thanks a lot, Lauren. We Absolutely. appreciate all the nuggets Thanks, of advice. Brandon. Hey, my pleasure. All right. Stay with us. When we come back, uh, we're going to jump into some cryptocurrency conversations here. Jackson, Jackson Shimbakar is in the house, and you've heard him on the show as well. Coming up later, Fred DeFelice, WaterScience.us, our water quality expert here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we'll be right back after this short break. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, helping you win in your real estate deals. If you're buying, selling, or investing, of course, we would love to talk to you. A couple of hot listings here in beautiful Tampa Bay. Uh, we got 801 East Palm, 803 East Palm, and also 1905 North Talia Faro. These are three properties side-by-side, side, all owned by the same person, and they are a great opportunity. These are operating as hostels, which is a short-term rental Cash cow, lots of income coming in. These properties are listed at $750,000. Great opportunities to own real estate right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com.
And giving a shout out to Replenish IV Solutions, longtime friends of the Consumer Quarterback Show, Stephen and Lisa Gunnan, owners of Replenish IV Solution, uh, longtime friends of the program. Every time I go in there, I go in there once every three or four weeks and I get a vitamin infusion drip directly into my bloodstream and I feel energized, hydrated and replenished. And it's a safe and effective way to restore your body's systems with crucial vitamins and nutrients, enabling you to perform at optimal levels. Replenish IV Solutions, longtime friends of the Consumer quarterback show all right we got our friend fred d felice back in studio welcome in my, my, my friend oh always so great to be here good to see you buddy yeah so uh water it's it's one of those things we kind of take for granted you know the air the air quality the water that we drink it's it's a it's a valuable resource you know i've even heard it said like the next big war would potentially be over water you know supply of water where's the water going you know how how important is water in our life yeah <laughs> Right. Hey, our body is like 85 percent water. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's so much to talk about the water, the quality, how it's good for you. Yeah. Uh, one of our big focuses is treating the water for all the bad stuff that's in it, but maintaining all the good minerals that we find in our water system. Right. Uh, there's lots of healthy water out there as long as you get rid of the bad stuff. Right. People and namely sometimes is, overlook that. Yeah. The chlorine, the chloramine. Uh, just last month or so, they they had to flush uh, extra chlorine through all the pipelines in Tampa Bay. Really? Yeah. Uh, so What was that about? Well, that's just something they do twice a year to keep the bacteria out of the piping. Wow, just extra chlorine coming into your household? Yeah. Through the pipes? Normally, uh, you have three times more chlorine in your faucet than in your swimming pool. Wow. I, yeah, I've heard you say that before. It's yeah. just unbelievable to me. Yeah. The, the water quality levels and, and you know, and, and uh, even a, a great point that you brought up one time also is when, you know, the snowbirds go back up north. Exactly. You know, talk, tell me, explain, walk me through that, because then the, the, the levels of water in the pipes are, are custom to a certain level and they're less or something. Yeah, along those the lines. water flow is diminished by okay. 50 percent sometimes. Right. In some areas, especially. And right. When that happens. <clears throat> Uh, the more the water is running through the piping, the, the chlorine is going to get everywhere and keep everything safe. Right. You know. Uh, so once once the flow is reduced, you wind up sometimes with air pockets in the piping. Right. And that's air and water sometimes will create the bacteria. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Just recently, we had a case where people were getting sulfur in their water. Hmm. And they, they located where the source was from, and they turned off that supply and took the water from another place. But it just goes to tell you that uh, you have to be in control at your own home. Right. We have no control of what's coming until it gets to our pipe in our house. Right. And that's where waterscience.us comes in, these these, right. these uh, whole house systems, under faucet systems that you install, yep. uh, utilizing the um, the technology, the carbon technology. Yeah, the car, uh, the first part of our system is coconut shell catalytic carbon. Mm. So we're using a renewable source of coconut shells, right? Wow. And the second part is a technology that deals with hard minerals so it doesn't leave scale uh, on your appliances and on your dishes and on hard surfaces. Yeah, and that's, that's really neat because you can put it on the outside of the home, you put it underneath the sink. And uh, whenever I have people come over, I say, taste this water. Yeah, absolutely. And they say, they say, oh, wow, you can tell immediately. Oh, yeah. 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 The importance of alkaline water is undisputed. Yeah. Uh, and we always encourage our, our customers, our clients, do your own research. Right. 
uh, go on Google. You could look all this stuff up. Yeah, uh, alkalinity is such a key part of it, you know, because you've yeah. got the two spectrums there, base versus alkaline. Yeah. And once you're in the alkaline sign, cancer cannot survive. You know, a lot of other, uh, you know, ailments are going to avoid you by being in that, that position of, you know, not drinking the sodas and not drinking the, exactly. the other things that are going to contribute, high sugar content and, and yeah. different types of foods. Uh, but, but when you're on that alkaline side, it's just a it's just a great way to know yeah. that again eighty five percent of your body you're bringing in tons of water lots of great water, uh, so uh, when we come back I want to ask you a little bit more about because just remind people also just a few short months ago we had the Ultimar uh, issue the, the water was almost shut down we just recently had a gas pipeline shut down uh, yeah. I want to talk about that some of the different uh, areas of, of water in in the lives of Tampa Bay residents right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. More with Fred DeFelice after this. Don't touch that dial. Follow us online. We would love to connect with you at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page on Facebook. And check out our YouTube channel. Over 1,200 videos on our YouTube channel online. We'll be right back. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. Got some vacant land available here. One of the best hedges against inflation is, is uh, you know, arguably vacant land. You're buying land, you hold it, uh, especially if you buy farmland or, or acreage. Uh, but I've got some property here uh, in Tampa Bay I'd like to talk about. 40-plus uh, listings, uh, a large percentage is uh, uh, vacant land as well. 202 Southwest Shore Boulevard. This is a lot that's available in South Tampa, just south of Kennedy on West Shore. It's 202 Southwest Shore Boulevard, close to the mall, uh, close to Grady Coleman Plant High School District. Great opportunity to build your dream home right here or potentially see if you can get it uh, zoned to commercial. Could be a potential great location for you at 202 Southwest Shore Boulevard in Tampa. Also, 6513 South County Line Road in Plant City. Five acres, MOL, to build your dream home. This has got some very nice uh, trees on it as well. It's nicely uh, wooded. It's backed up to English Creek. It's got a place for a house pad. It's got water and um, your septic already there. Well and septic on the lot. Buildable at five acres right here in Plant City, East Hillsborough County, 6513 South County Line Road. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Somewhere, somewhere. 
right. So, Fred, speaking of a property like that, people buy a home. They buy some rural land. Okay, you're not connected to sewer and some of these, you know, outskirts, these yeah. rural areas. They they build. They they have a well existing, or let's say they want to build a well. And and I know you're going back many years as a master plumber. Yeah. Is, is there an, is there an opportune level uh, as far as depth to to dig your well? Uh, does is there any bearing on that, or does it just depend on how elevated you are? That if it's yeah. a sandy area. Yeah, it's different everywhere you go. Yeah. Uh, you can be 100 feet away from another well and have a whole totally different situation. Yeah. Uh, the one thing in some of these rural areas, uh, they're finding arsenic in that well water, and that's as a, a result of uh, orange groves that were there on that property many years back. So how does arsenic get in the water? Well, the though? fertilizer they use there. Wow. Yeah, that would filtrate down through the soil and into the aquifer. Holy cow. Yeah, so there's things like that. that you Arsenic can... is a deadly, deadly uh, yeah. element. I mean, I remember, you know, back in school, you'd pick like a, a certain country, you'd do a report on it, and you'd pick a certain, I, I think in chemistry, that was one that I picked, and I was like, wow, I never heard of it, but it yeah. sounds like a pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, so arsenic, so it compounds probably over the years, the fertilizer and the soil, and yep. at some point it shows up in the well water. That's that's crazy. Yeah. The Brooksville area is noted for it. In yeah. some of the areas in Brooksville. Oh, Actually, good to know. Yeah. Okay. So that's a that's a good point also for people looking to build, or even if you're buying an existing home. Yeah. Could be a single family home, could be a mobile home, whatever it is. A lot of times, if you got acreage, you know, you're buying a property, you're on a septic system, and you're on a well. So you want to get that well water tested. Make sure you're not drinking yeah. arsenic and poisoning your family. Yeah. yeah. And you want to make sure the well's at least a hundred feet away from your septic system. There you go. That's right. another good tip. Yeah. I was with the Department of Environmental Resources, and that was my function. Oh, really? To make sure, yeah, that well placement and septic systems were properly done. Wow. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, fortunately, we can solve all of those problems. Right. There is equipment, technology to deal with that. Right. Uh, it's, not, it's not inexpensive on a well sometimes. Uh, mm -hmm. I've seen systems... No choice, but you may have to spend close to $9,000 for a system. Yeah. But it's a multiple system. Wow. Uh, multiple layers to get it through yeah, the filtration. So, yeah. Fortunately, we, we mostly do uh, municipal water. We already know what, how bad it is, and we know how to take care of it. Right. You know? All right. We're talking with Fred DeFelice here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, owner of – uh, Waterscience.us. Waterscience.us is the yeah. website. Whole house uh, filtration systems. Make sure you're drinking clean water. Fred, let's take a minute and let's beat up on these um, these old, outdated uh, systems. Yeah. Uh, the water softeners. Uh, water softeners. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, you know, for the longest time, <laughs> I thought they were good, and you, they're yeah. saying no. <clears throat> well, you got to realize, you know, 40, 50 years ago in Florida, that's all we had. Right. And mainly, uh, a water softener was designed to take out the hard minerals. So that you can get better shampoo, better laundry, and things like that. Right. In the process, it actually puts sodium in the water, so you can't really drink it. Mm. So then they invented reverse osmosis. And uh, that was done to take the sodium out of that water. Okay. So now you have uh, soft water in the shower, but you have reverse osmosis that has no value. Wow. Because so, you're pulling everything out just about. Everything out. Yeah. And there are studies that claim uh, if you drink enough reverse osmosis, it's going to start taking the minerals out of your body. Wow. 
mainly from your bones, right? That's horrible. And people are doing it to themselves. They don't really understand that. They don't know. Wow. And another tip for the consumer, that if you do have reverse osmosis, that needs to be maintained annually. Filters change, and that little tank you see under your sink, yeah, either replace it or have it sterilized. Right. Nobody does it. Wow. Yeah, it's that one of those things. You just said it for a lot like of Like you can't believe. Wow. Unbelievable. So our systems don't depend on reverse osmosis. Everything, uh, our systems are strictly filtration and technology. Yeah. And, so, and, and it's, um, you, you talked about a water bottle, bottle challenge. So it's about, what was it, roughly a dollar a day or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, people are spending more than a dollar a day. We can finance you for less than that. Wow. Uh, we have mobile home systems, for example, that are smaller because it doesn't need to be the same as a three-bedroom home. Yep. And uh, that can be financed for $15 a month. Wow, that's awesome. So uh, we have every size you need. And, you know, uh, we have to be aware that inflation is going to set in. Yeah. Prices of everything is going to go up. Yes. Right now, we have ample inventory. So anybody wanting to do something... Uh, now's the time, and we're still offering that $500 trade-in for your water softener. All right, good stuff. Fred DeFelice, find him online, waterscience.us. Longtime friend of the program and just yeah. a great guy. He can come over, and he can take a look at your water. Free tests. You go in and test their water for him for free. And Absolutely. Show him what you're looking at. A simple phone call, and I can tell you what you need, basically. Nice. All right, reach out to the hotline, 813-750-0550, uh, 813-750-0550. And uh, thanks again, Fred. Appreciate you coming it's in. A pleasure. All right, Jackson Shibakar coming up next here, cryptocurrency expert here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Plus, feel-good story of the day, world's youngest crypto billionaire donates $1 billion to the India COVID Relief Fund. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. 
Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. We would love to talk to you. Every day on the show, we like to tell you something good. Tell me something good. All right, so world's youngest crypto billionaire donates $1 billion to the India COVID Relief Fund. Um, Ethereum's 27-year-old co-founder, uh, Vitalik Buterin is now the world's youngest crypto billionaire. He donated over $1 billion uh, to the India COVID Relief Fund and a range of other charities. Uh, goes on to say he uh, made the donations with dog-themed tokens, which uh, he was gifted by the creators of uh, Shibu SHIB. So there's a list of these. These cryptocurrencies have all taken off during Dogecoin's recent success. In a single transaction, Buterin donated 50 trillion SHIB tokens worth $1.2 billion to the India COVID Relief Fund uh, set up by the Indian tech entrepreneur Sandeep Naiwal. Uh, he was born in Russia, known of the in the town of Kolomna. And just outside of Moscow, he later moved to Canada with his family, and he raised uh, was raised in Toronto when he was 18. Uh, he founded uh, Bitcoin Magazine. So uh, interesting, and, and who better to, to summarize this and, and react to this than our very own uh, expert contributor, Jackson Shimbakar. Welcome in, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brandon. Basically, yeah, uh, this story is, I mean, a great story. This really just surrounds Vitalik Buterin, who is the creator of Ethereum. And if you don't know really what that is, I mean, he created the second biggest project in cryptocurrency. Bitcoin's number one. Ethereum is number two. So this guy is, I mean, the biggest in crypto that you can really talk to, being that Satoshi Nakamoto, the alias under Bitcoin, isn't really uh, someone that you could talk to. So yeah. this guy, what he was, he was gifted half of the circulating supply of Shiba Inu coin. And this this coin has been uh, brought, it was August 2020 is when the development started happening. And this coin was pumped out as a, a copy of Doge, essentially. And it was initially going to be pinned to the price of Doge. It later uh, came away from that. And it, it became the Doge killer is what it was known as. So the, the huh. meme coin Doge coin was out. And this coin was basically presenting itself as the next Doge coin. And uh, the founders, as a big marketing stunt, gifted half of their coins, half of the circulating supply to Vitalik Buterin, basically uh, saying that this is where the power is. And, and Vitalik didn't really like that power that was associated to it because you got to think about it at the time. I mean, this is the youngest crypto billionaire. He held over seven billion dollars worth of the Shiba Inu coin. And so what he did was he burnt 90 percent of that supply. He sent four hundred ten trillion tokens of that Shiba Inu coin to a dead wallet. So he burned 90 percent of it and then later put out that 10 percent of it would go to a local chair, not a local charity, but a charity in general that could really use this to preserve lives. And so what he did was he, he did all his research and basically donated to the Indian COVID relief fund and wow. said that this is going to be what, what it'll be used for. And so that was just a great story that done by What him. was the purpose of that? Why did he get rid of that? You're saying he got rid of 90 percent of it? Yeah, he burnt 90 percent of the Shiba Inu tokens that he had. So he, he sent it to a dead wallet. The purpose was because he didn't like the power. He didn't like having that associated with him. He he also sent out a message saying that if you're going to send me coins in, in the hope that they will end up in charity, just go directly to the charity and cut me out of it. Wow. So, yeah, that really presents him in, in a good light. It, it shows how he's really about the blockchain and the future of the technology rather than just the money. 
Yeah, and how does how does what's the tax implications for all this too? It's it's definitely very heavy. Yeah, so the, yeah. I mean, when he donated this, he donated it to a fund in India that was created by the the uh, CEO of the project Polygon. It's the the ticker's Matic. It's been doing very well. It was uh, trading in the cents for a while and just hit two dollars the other day. And this guy, he's he's an Indian guy that uh, set up this, these entire wallets, and it's a new DeFi project that's coming along very nicely. And so there are lots of heavy tax implications as it's. it's I mean, it was fifty wow. trillion tokens. So. Lots of heavy stuff going down there, but it definitely is. I mean, it, the the funds are being used to purchase oxygen, food supplies, things of that nature. So it's definitely going to be saving lives. Yeah, because India got hit pretty hard with COVID. Didn't oh, they? for sure. Yeah, just recently. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, so Jackson, what what else is topical right now? I guess you know there's a the markets are down a little bit with crypto. Yeah, absolutely. So this uh, I remember actually uh, the day that it happened. It was just a few days ago. Elon Musk basically tweeted out the, about the uh, environmental impacts of Bitcoin mining and uh, essentially coming out with a negative stance. Now. Now, I've got a couple of theories on this myself, but we'll keep it objective for now. But didn't and he buy? Yes. Yeah, so he came what out he did was, yeah, too. he he uh, Tesla came out buying, I, I believe it was one point one point five billion dollars right. worth of Bitcoin. And being that I would say Elon Musk is uh, one of the smartest p- people in the world right now. I mean, he's developing a leading car brand along with an aeros- aerospace company. Um it's hard to say that he was uninformed on this matter. Of course, he knew the the, the backlash of, of things that are going to happen and the, the effects of this Bitcoin mining. But he came out and basically said that the Bitcoin mining produces lots of unfavorable impacts to the environment. And Tesla can't be associated with that at this moment. Now, the interesting thing is he, he released this over Twitter. That's what Elon Musk does. He's a big, big tweeting guy. Um, huh. And the interesting part about this tweet is normally he's very informal, normally short with his tweets. This was a very long, drawn out tweet. It was presented very formally and he used pronouns such as we normally elon musk is not known to do that so there are a bunch of theories coming out basically saying that he was receiving a lot of pressure from tesla i mean he didn't want to get kicked out like steve jobs did right i mean he's part of a company that has to represent the bigger picture right there's a lot of arguments that it's coming out as of uh, a lot of pressure and there's also the chance that he was being pressured by the epa which is i mean obviously a federal governmental agency and if this agency is pressuring him to say let's go against this and Obviously, they have every right to do th- do so, and they have motivations to do so, being that they're associated with the federal government, something that Bitcoin would take a stand against. Wow. Um, that's something that could very, very well be possible. And again, all of this, it comes down to Elon Musk. This guy is also a, a guy that is a billionaire who likes to have fun, right? So this could also just be a very well put together joke. We don't really know at this point, but mm. the whole market did take a slide right now. Um, it was as the result of the the environmental impacts. And so... What we have to then dive into is is what are these environmental impacts and really why are they important, right? So he initially said he was touching basically saying that not a lot of re, uh, mining resources are being are, are coming from the the hydro, the solar, and the winds, right? And I mean, while that's true, there is a lot of mining that is being done by fossil fuels. It's not necessarily the full picture. Up to seventy five percent of mining is done with uh, with renewable energy, and beyond that. Just under forty percent is entirely done by that. So to say that the entire market is is a is a net negative, I would actually strongly disagree with that. And I think Elon knows this. I mean, he doesn't purchase one point five billion dollars of Bitcoin without doing his research. I mean, this that's is, what's interesting yeah. to me is he he had just recently made that purchase, and then what sixty days later or yeah, thirty yeah. days later he comes out with this. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 very interesting. And and again, there are just so many theories because he could be pushing the price down to simply accumulate more. There have been theories that Elon Musk is going to rebrand uh, Tesla and start a new company as not rebrand tesla but start a new offshoot where he's going to open up his own exchange i mean there's no reason he can't follow the steps of the winklevoss brothers and and start something like gemini i mean he's already got the billion dollar net worth in which he can do that right right so there are a lot of different places you can go right mark cuban started his own and you know so that's 
And then I heard Gary V talking about it the other day too. And they're trying to figure out, okay, well, what's our next, what's our value add? You know, why would we want to have, or why would, how would we attract uh, people to our coin versus the other coins? Yeah. And, oh, well, we'll, we'll uh, do a 30 second uh, commercial endorsement for you. You know, so it's like, to me, it's like you're cheapening the whole idea of having an alternate currency by saying, you know, just for example, if I were to invest with uh, Cuban, oh, well, he'll he'll say my real estate company's the best or whatever. You know, so it's like you're buying friendships and investors in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that really comes down to the fundamentals of each coin. If they're starting new coins, I mean, Libra did that with Facebook way back and it was an entire, entire flop, right? Nothing really came about of it. So it comes down to the fundamentals of each coin and how, how far of, of a marketing stunt will it really be versus the actual fundamentals of each coin doing something different and new that can actually enhance prosperity, right? Right. Yeah, it makes sense. If you just joined us, we're talking with Jackson Shim car here on the consumer quarterback show and uh, we're diving deep into these alternative investment opportunities alternative uh, being mainly crypto and then you get into crypto with the bitcoin the ethereum the dogecoin all the different types of brands uh, of of those types of uh, you know coins and, and alternative investments talk about what you're seeing with with inflation too because that's a, that's a big point we talked about before where you know the trillions of dollars uh, circulating new money i've heard it said around 40% of all dollars circulating are recent you know 18 months uh, within the last 18 months so 40% of our new money you know so that's leading to we're seeing it with wood steel microchips all kinds of things what what's your take on that uh, you know just in general and how does that affect inflation and then also crypto no absolutely it, it goes right into it i mean bitcoin being itself it's a deflationary asset that that meaning that as p- new people enter the market the, the coin becomes deflationary rather than inflationary because the new money it's already set on a uh, a regression curve that will happen every single four years so basically there's a block reward and it's at 6.25 right now so every single block mine 6.2 bitcoin get released every single four years every 210,000 blocks that reward gets cut in half and that's very key because Eventually, I mean, I mean, we know an exponential regression every single time that happens. Eventually, we get to zero. That number is approximated to hit zero in the year 2140. And that is that is set because every two weeks, essentially blocks happen every 10 minutes and every two weeks they get adjusted so that it happens every 10 minutes. And that schedule is, is very tight. So that schedule can't be changed, unlike something like the U.S. government. And that's that becomes right. the issue where the government is subjective, right? They can do what they want, whereas Bitcoin, it's fully transparent. Nothing can change it, and we know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, that, and that's a gripe that a lot of business owners have, citizens have. I would argue more citizens need to be understanding what's going on uh, because it you know, it gets into the International Monet- Monetary Fund. It gets into the Federal Reserve, which there's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just that whole thing. Uh, but that, that could be a long bunny trail over here, you know. But, yeah, you know, as Americans, as middle class, as, you know, uh, you know, people that are working, uh, you know, we're, we're losing now. We're, mm-hmm. we're losing that dollar that we had at the beginning of the year is now worth less than the dollar we had. So it's just a challenging time for our country. And then, you know, we're printing a lot of money. Plus we're, we're, we're sending out checks, you know, so it's creating crises in the crises in the uh, labor markets as well. You know, a lot of business owners are having trouble filling, you know, waiters, waitresses, contractors, laborers, you know, it's wow. What, a, and it's, it's interesting how it all works together. That's all. For sure. Yeah, here. absolutely. Yeah, man. So um, let's for folks out there that are thinking about getting involved. I know you've got a book coming out as well. Um, how, how would you engage with our listeners? Is there anything that you can do to help them or if they're interested in some kind of a coaching? Uh, 
Because I, I know some people are like, hey, you know, I want to invest. I just don't know. I don't really know enough about it, um, potentially investing. And then some people are thinking precious metals, gold, silver, platinum, those types of things. Um, what, what do you say in that regard? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the book coming out that we have is called Pitching Crypto. It's going to be very informative. It'll touch on really how I got started just as a 14-year-old, now being 17. And it'll touch on how you can begin in crypto. Because a lot of people, they just they don't know where to start. They don't know what it is. They don't know how to begin. They don't know how to do any of it. So I'd say the, the first step you really want to do is just to learn about it. If yeah. You cannot be a Bitcoin investor, a sound Bitcoin investor. And I mean, Bitcoin investor, it's kind of an ironic pair, right? But right. you can't be a inv- Bitcoin investor if you don't know about it. You have to understand the fundamentals of why things are going to happen and why why you think it's a good investment. I know a lot of guys that they'll own Bitcoin. And I mean, I think that's good. I'm very pro Bitcoin, of course, but they can't tell me why they can't tell me a single thing about Bitcoin. So if right. you don't understand it, that's the, that's going to be the biggest issue. You really want to understand whatever you're investing in. And the next step is, is, is getting into it is buying is starting sign up yeah. for that exchange, understand what a decentralized exchange is versus centralized exchange, yeah. all these different things that you need to understand is that that's the first step that you need to take. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just understand like, like that's rule number one of investing. You know, another thing that you hear about is asymmetrical risk risk reward. You know, where do you find that? How do you see that? Hedges against inflation. You know, I'm being a real estate guy, being a little bit older and not fully yeah. understanding crypto. I might say, you know, hey, buy vacant land, buy some land, buy some acreage. At least you have, uh, you know, a place to you know cut timber and sell the wood and, and, you know, hunt on or something like that. Should something happen with the, the supply chain? I mean, it's all we saw a pandemic last year. Uh, you know, we've seen 9-11. We've seen a lot of black swans happen. Uh, you know, the food chain could potentially be interrupted. There's so many things that could happen. Absolutely. Know? No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a challenging time for people, but you know, hey, focus on what you can control. Do your best at what you do in a daily basis. And yeah, man, I'm proud of your success, man. You're doing a great, a lot. some Appreciate good stuff it. there with the uh, the crypto and 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 what's the follow up? I know you, one of the news organizations here locally uh, did a story and a, uh, a story with you. Had to, yeah, to get yeah. a lot of feedback from that. Yeah, just recently. So I had a, an initial one with uh, ABC Action News, and then uh, just last week, Bay News Nine reached out. We had another follow-up story on that, and it's really, I mean, covering how the portfolio is growing and how this 17-year-old has been doing all these great things. So very excited. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's very cool. Uh, interesting topic, and it's great that you have – uh, you, you know, when you when you find something as a as a young person, you find something that you're passionate about for sure and that yeah. you can invest yourself your time in and you're you're kind of drawn to that. And, and then it has monetary rewards. That's a bonus as well. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> exactly. of the whole thing, because I think yeah. uh, I mean, the learning process is a very I mean, interesting thing. A lot of people do it. And I, I, I would go through learning different skills and different things, but it would always be a week or two week thing. And, and as fast as I could, I'd cycle through that. And I finally hit crypto and it was something that was fascinating to me. And I really stuck with it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And now you're off to UT in yes. the fall. Yep. Yeah, I got to play baseball at UT next year. Nice. So, yep. Good stuff, It's going to be a lot of fun. Bright future for you, young man. Good Appreciate stuff. Keep it. up the good work. Yeah. And uh, hey, another great show. We want to thank all of our expert contributors here uh, today on the show. Attorney Lauren Frieder. Uh, we had uh, also Fred DeFelice, WaterScience.us, and of course, Jackson Shimbakar here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check us out online, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer quarterback brandon rhymes whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play contact brandon rhymes at 813-670-7372 that's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show